Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show, live, 100% live right here on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and uh, a little bit of an interesting show going on tonight, some technical difficulties with Jewel, so she'll be joining us uh, shortly. We certainly do hope we're going to try and actually uh, dial her into the show and see how that works. I think we may have her here. Let's try it out. Julia, hey, I'm here. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Sorry about that. That's all right. We got difficult technical difficulties all over the board tonight, but we're going to try and make it work. And we got to make it work because we have a humongous TGIM show tonight. Straight Woo-hoo! from Nickel. Oh, yeah. Straight from Nickelodeon's all that. We loved him as a youngster. We love him now as a uh, mature actor. They're very handsome. They're very amazing. They're very talented. Mr. Josh Server. Jewel. Yay. Yeah, how pumped are you for this? I know you're pumped. Go ahead. I know. I'm so excited. It's like, you know, I grew up with the guy on all that, and it's just, it's great to see him acting now, and, and he's really perfected his craft and everything. So, yeah, super excited. Heard he's a super sweet, super nice guy. So, super excited for tonight. Absolutely. Cannot wait. Uh, we love the Nickelodeon people. Remember, we had Phil Moore on about a year ago, and he was excellent. And Nickelodeon, um, they, they get young child stars, and the majority of them turn into just great uh, adults, and they really are uh, well-spoken and super guests. So Josh should be no exception. He should be awesome, as we're doing uh, what I like to call Guy Week here on the stoop. Uh, Josh Server, and of course, uh, Wednesday night with Hal Sparks. Let's thank our guest. Uh, from last week, Wednesday, Rachel Dares uh, came in and talked some PR stuff with us. Um, we had a little technical difficulty with that show as well, and it kind of lost our archives, so we do apologize to Rachel. But we will get her back on the show. She had a lot of great things to say. Um, good episode, really inspiring. We think, Julie, and just want to go out and be just like Rachel. I know. She just makes you want to be a better person. She's so positive and outgoing and really you can tell she really cares for her clients, and I love talking to her. It was a great show, great time, and yeah, we'll be on the horn with her. We'll we'll have her on soon enough. Absolutely, we can't wait to have her back again. We love to invite guests back again. Before we do anything else, I'm going to come out with a uh, big announcement because next week the stoop is planning to be very busy. And you know, I like to run down uh, who we have coming up on the show at the end of the show, but I got to do this because I got the email. And it looks like, folks, we are actually going to do a special edition of The Stoop next Tuesday with the one and only Steve Howie. Looks like it's official. Jewel, excited? <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I was excited the first time around. And, yeah, I, I can't wait to talk to him. Shameless just came out, and there are some questions he needs to answer for us. Absolutely, and I have not seen last night yet. I was watching football, and tonight I do the stew, so I'll try and catch it later tonight or tomorrow. No spoilers. Steve will come on and do I, all the You know spoilers. what? I, I got to catch up, too. I DVR'd it, so I, I'm right there with you, Jeff. No spoilers on my part. All right, good. So we got no shameless to talk about tonight. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a way. In a way, yeah, absolutely. Tonight's top five list, and this is one that, Jewel combated me on. It's different for girls than guys, I guess. <laughs> guys will talk about this crap all day long. Women are a little like, oh, I don't know. 
but it's top Because you're going to make fun st- of me. I know. <laughs> oh, not at all. I'm excited. I love this stuff. Top five celebrity crushes growing up. You know, who are your oh younger God. folks? Yeah, younger, yeah, no, right? Younger guys and girls growing up watching these people on TV and, and getting that first taste of, mm, look at that. Or for the girls, it's, oh, it's so dreamy. So a little bit different. I'll, I'll kick it off, Jules, since you're, a little, since you're a little apprehensive. I will kick it off. Thank you. I'll give you my Thank you. top five. Uh, sure. Top five, what I like to call lust buckets for my child. Oh my here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go, indeed. We're going to start off with number five. Who didn't like WKRP in Cincinnati with the golden blonde Lonnie Anderson? Oh, yeah. Um, no, I love Lonnie Anderson. The show wasn't The show wasn't great. It had its funny moments. It was okay. I just loved Lonnie what Anderson. Funny. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. Not as moments. I love the fact that she was kind of a, a single woman, and uh, you know the guys just chase her around. She just keep everybody at bay, and she was just so sexy, and uh, she was great. One of my very first favorite women on television, Lonnie Anderson from WKRP, number five. Number four, a woman who we have toyed with getting on the show. Still haven't gotten the official shot down. It's not out of the realm. She was doing it before J-Lo. She was doing it before Sofia Vergara. It's Charo, ladies and gentlemen. Coochie, coochie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, sexy in every aspect. I used to watch her on TV and not quite get it, so I wasn't quite old enough. Then I got a little older, I'm like, now I get it. I mean, wowzers. Uh, Even met her one time. Bumped into her at a a casino in Atlantic City. I mean, bumped into her, like, face-to-face. More like face-to-boobs. I was kind of small back then. Great moment in my life. Charo, number four. Number three, you know, down the line, ended up naming a song for her. Daisy Duke herself, Catherine Bach. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Dukes of yeah. Hazard, Daisy Duke, Friday Nights, my favorite brunette. I loved her so much. She's a little bit rugged, a little bit country, and I loved her. Loved Catherine Bach. Loved Daisy Duke. One of my absolute favorites, number three. Number two, pretty much every guy in the 70s and, and 80s, I guess, was watching Charlie's Angels. And I know you're thinking Farrah Fawcett or, you know, um, Tanya Roberts, whatever. Now, for me, Jacqueline Smith, beautiful, the big cheekbones, the long flowing brown hair, beautiful. Absolutely love Jacqueline Smith, one of my first favorites. Man, I love that woman. Still looks good. Still hanging tough nowadays. The amazing, the lovely Jacqueline Smith. And number one, Jewel, you appreciate number one as well. Not to take anything away from you, you're definitely number two all time in the Wonder Woman category. Because number one in the Wonder Woman category is Linda Carter. And Linda Carter Carter as Wonder Woman, I mean, forget about it. The world stopped when Wonder Woman was on television. And I know, again, not the greatest acting, not the greatest storylines. Oh, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman, just forget it. All She's time, beautiful. number one. I agree. Oh, she, <laughs> oh, she was, and she was so made for for Wonder Woman. You know, it wasn't like people were getting the one like the Wonder Woman thing, like it should be bigger and broader. And I don't buy that. I think Linda Carter was perfect for the role, perfect fit, beautiful woman. Loved her. That is my top five. Jewel, it is now time for you to deliver your top five. Oh my goodness, I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, yeah, great list though, Jeff. I great oh, man, Wonder Woman. See, she, oh, yeah. I mean, she was just iconic as Wonder Woman. Like, there's no denying. Yeah. I, I love Linda Carter. So yeah, great list. 
Um, you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> you're going to laugh at me. They're all going to laugh at me. But I don't care <laughs> because, hey, I had I had dreams as a child, and, um, yeah, I guess uh, – these these guys were uh, crucial in my in my childhood development. So here we go. All right, number five. Beautiful. Okay. Axel Rose, and wow. I remember seeing. No, this is like one of my earliest memories. I remember seeing that November rain, rain video. I was like, Oh my god, who's this man? Like, I want to get married in the rain and then die in a tragic death. No, he was just. I was like, Ooh, he's a cutie. I just remember thinking that when I was. Very young child, and that video for November Rain always was ingrained in my head. So, yeah, number five. Um, Number four, don't judge me, Jess. (laughs) I actually forgot about this one, and Mike brought it up to me. But Pee Wee Herman, yes. Really? Paul Rubin. I used to have not one, but two full string Pee Wee dolls. And, um, yeah, he was just it for me. I loved Pee Wee. Oh my God. He was like hilarious. Hell of a guy that makes you laugh, right? Yeah. That was my number three. I mean, four, sorry, Pee Wee. Um, number three, I have to say this guy because I was obsessed with all of the movies that he was in. Like when I was growing up, he was always like the crush or the boyfriend. And I guess I had a thing for blondes, but Devin Sawa in Casper. And, oh, my God, what's face on movie? Oh, my God, I can't think of it. With Christina Ricci when he's her boyfriend. Oh, he was Casper. in all of them. He was just Casper? It. No, Casper and, damn, the one with uh, uh, Rosie, McDon- uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, well, he was in, like, pretty <laughs> much a lot of my childhood movies growing up. And he was always the dreamboat. And as I got older, he was in one of my favorite rap videos, but get to that later. And number two, I must have seen this guy 15 times altogether in concert, some with the Backstreet Boys, some by himself. I might have even, you know, reached out and gave him a little tussle on his head. I, I reached through those blonde locks when he was on stage when I was first row for Nick Carter. Oh, yes, I was obsessed with Nick Carter. From the Backstreet Boys, and I was for a very long time after he left Backstreet Boys for a short time, but now they're back together. Um, yeah, I would love to see them in Vegas. I know they have like a residency now, yes. but yeah, he was like my all time favorite. That was like you know, preteen, tween, and then once I got to high school, like my obsession with Eminem grew, and Eminem was like my number one for so many years. and and I still, I, I, you know, I respect him today, and I would love to see him on tour again. I got front row at his show. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Devin Sawa was Stan in the Eminem video. So that's, that's where that came in. And, uh, yeah, that's my number five. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for embarrassing me. That's not embarrassing at all. I was, I was kind of <laughs> expecting, I was kind of expecting to hear a little something from tonight's guest, but. He didn't make the list. He he's up he's up there. I had to say, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we all grew he up was with all that, and and he, he was, was number six on my every list. girl's favorite. Let me tell you, yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for putting me on the spot, Jeff. You're good. 
No, nah, not at all. Not at all. You know, um, it's a great list. It really is. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because there's a lot of them out there and, you know, your significant others listening and like, ah, I like that. Huh? Why, why are they picking me? Cause you got, he's more actually than helping. <laughs> he's right. He was he's helping, helping me you. with my, <laughs> he's like, I know you <laughs> You're like Pee-wee, <laughs> huh? Pee-wee. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, let's rehash a fantastic top five list. For me, top five, Lonnie Anderson from WKRP in Cincinnati, fantastic. The Coochie Coochie Girl herself, Charo, doing the Latin Heat before Sofia Vergara was doing it. Number three, Daisy Duke. Oh, yeah, Catherine Bach. The hell with Bo and Luke. Should have been the Daisy Duke show. That's all we were interested in. Number two, my favorite, Charlie's Angel, Jacqueline Smith. And number one, the ultimate Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. Fantastic. Jewel at number five, Axel Rose. A lot of ladies find Axel Rose sexy back in the day. Number four, Pee Wee Herman. Ah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. That gives every guy out there a chance, folks. <laughs> number three, uh, number three, Devin Sawa. A little surprising. A little surprising. Not bad. Number two, Nick Carter. Absolutely. Nick Carter uh, kind of ruled the world in the late 80s, early 90s. And uh, number one for Jewel is uh, Eminem. And that's no surprise because Eminem is, uh, you know, that's like your fave, and, and that's that's cool because you like his music, you like his looks. So, you guys got it. Congratulations, Eminem. For Still a fan. Still a fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, he's no Linda Carter, but, but he's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before we get into topics of discussion, I got to tell you, Eagles fans rejoice. After that disgusting display yesterday by the NFC East, the Cowboys got crushed. The Giants lost to the winless 49ers. Excuse me, previous winless 49ers. And then Washington Redskins put up a good fight but lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Because the Eagles are about a three-game lead in the NFC East. And, of course, it's Dallas week. Dallas this Sunday night. Joel Tatey, how are you feeling about the Philadelphia Eagles today? I'm loving it. I'm enjoying the ride is what I'm doing. I, I want to know how you're feeling. Huh. I am like, I have like rainbow glitter shooting out my ass. That's how pumped I am <laughs> about the chance that the Eagles are, you know, a three-game lead. They control their own destiny. I know they got two against Dallas. Didn't look like the same team yesterday. Missing Tyron Smith on the offensive line. They're now without Ezekiel Elliott, who's suspended. The defensive leader, Sean Lee, is out. This team's right for the picking. I hope the Eagles don't go in overzealous and overconfident uh, and just take care of business right now. Man, if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be loving what you're up against. Just great stuff. Very exciting. Yeah. Great day today. Yeah. Great day to be an Eagles fan watching the NFC East just fall apart as we were on a bye week. Just relaxing. It's great stuff. Fair it up. Yep. Kick back and relax. Absolutely. Great stuff. Let's get to some topics of discussion. Jewel works so hard to find us some information, and she finds us this stuff, and I'm always like, what? And I love it, because she gets great work. Rotten Tomatoes. We all know Rotten Tomatoes. There's super movie critics out there. Came out with their list of the top 50 superhero movies, and uh, we're going to start with, like, the top 10. I'm going to run through them real quickly. Lego Batman at 10. The Incredibles at 9, Captain America, Civil War at 8, 7 is Iron Man, 6 are Marvel's Adventures, 5 is Spider-Man Homecoming, 
for The Dark Knight. Three is Thor 2, uh, which is out there now. Um, I'm sorry, Thor, uh, Thor number two is Logan, and number one is one of them. Sorry, I screwed that up a little bit. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, you asked me if I agree with it. I'm going to ask you, you first. Do you agree with this list? Anybody missing? Anybody you would replace in this list? Um. Yeah. All right. So I did see Wonder Woman. I do have to go see Logan and Thor because I heard they're amazing. And Spider-Man Homecoming. Haven't seen it. Um, I'm sure it's great, though. Number one, I I did enjoy the Wonder Woman movie. I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan for anyone who doesn't know. And I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the animated movie more. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a little grittier than the movie. Uh, the movie left out some some funny parts that, that could have just put it over the top. Um, I, but it, it was okay. What I was surprised about, that there wasn't a Superman on that whole freaking list. I mean, I love Henry Cavill. You have to pay tribute to Christopher Reeve in some respect. Um, there was not, there was, there was Lego Batman and the Dark Knight, which the Dark Knight deserves, but, but no mention of Superman. So I guess that's my only grievance. I do love the Watchmen. Um, some people were arguing that Unbreakable should have been somewhere on that list, even though it's not a typical superhero movie. But, um, yeah, I love Wonder Woman number one, even though could could have been better. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. November seventeenth for the Justice League movie. I'll definitely be checking that out. So, uh, how about you, Jeff? What did you think of the list? Yeah, the list wasn't too bad. They um, they got Wonder Woman at number one. Like it, we've been talking about a lot about the empowerment of women of late, and women seem to be dominating. And that this Justice League movie which you would think would be built around Batman or Superman or something of that nature, is kind of built around Wonder Woman. And she's terrific, and I thought yeah. the movie was really good. Um, and she looks great. We're talking about, you know, wearing the costume, and she does it kind of the same way Linda Carter does. There's sex appeal in it. There was a little bit of a, of a tough woman in there, but not overly uh, Amazonish, if you will. Uh, so I like it. Um, this list for me, I'm all about, the latest Dark Knight movies. I loved Christian Bale's Batman. Um, Captain America, of course, is excellent. Iron Man. Uh, not a bad list. Uh, Lego Batman and The Incredibles. I don't know about all that. I'll, I'll take it for what it's worth. But um, yeah, Wonder Woman at number one is kind of a changing of the guard, really, and I kind of like it. I do. My yeah. three favorite Wonder. My cool. three favorite Wonder Womans. It's it's obviously Gail Gadot. It's Linda Carter and Jewel Tatey, three best Wonder Women on Earth. Oh, oh thank you so much. <laughs> you are. You rock it. You rock the costume. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not disappointed with the list. As long as Dark Knight gets in there and it gets a high praise, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I do like this new younger kid as Spider-Man. He's he's a little more fun, a little more funnier, and uh, yeah, he's good. And you know, Spider-Man mm-hmm. always was kind of a kid. Like they started portraying him as a guy in his. 20s and all that, but he's more of a kid. So I like it. I think the list went pretty good. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you. Um, speaking of the Wonder Woman series and uh, Gail Gadot, um, she is rumored to want to pull out of the sequel to Wonder Woman if Brett Ratner is a part of it. Yeah, six women have accused him uh, with sexual assault. How's this going to play out? Is she going to bail? Is this movie not going to go on? Is Ratner going to get the boot? And what do you think is going to happen here? I really, I really think the studio doesn't want to lose her at all. 
So maybe I don't know if she make a demand. She makes a demand. They'll follow through, um, especially with all this sexual assault accusations. Like they they drop half the cards. Um, Louis C.K. just got you know put through the ringer. Um, consequences are happening, so I think it's very possible that they're gonna you know go through. And, and punish Brett Ratner for this. I don't think they want to lose Gail, even though she's not my first choice. But, um, <laughs> you know, that that has nothing to do. I'm all behind her message and, and what she's doing for the cause of this whole thing. Like, she she stood her ground, and, and I applaud her for it. And, um, yeah, I, so, yeah, I think they're going to drop him. What do you think? I think you're right. Um and it's it's going to become kind of hardball, and it's going to become a, a stranglehold kind of matchup. Uh, but obviously, the way she dominated the first Wonder Woman, um, and the way so many people got into it and loved it, and like I said, the way she's kind of in the face of Justice League, you can't lose her. You've seen it happen before. You've seen it happen with Michael Keaton when uh, when they dropped Tim Burton from the Batman movies. Michael Keaton said, "Well, I'm out too. I'm done," and it sunk. It went to uh, Val Kilmer and George Clooney, and the movies were never the same. Um, so, yeah, they, I don't think they can afford to make that mistake here. I think they stick with Gail or, or Gail. I, I don't even – I still don't know how to say this woman's name. I'm so embarrassed. But anyway, she's wonderful. Um, Gail Godot. Gail Godot. Gail Godot. I used to call her Godot. Somebody told me it's Godot. I, I don't even know. It's hard. Anyway, we know who she is. Uh, I would think it's it's time for her and the women. Everybody says, you know, women got to step forward and, 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 you know, help fight this. Well, if she's going to step forward – and say I'm not doing this movie over one of our typical jerks out in Hollywood that feel the need to sexually assault women or use their power against women. I'm all for it. Beat it. See, Brett Ratner, I'm sure anybody else can take your place. Not everybody can take her place, but it's about anybody right. can take your place. Yeah, so I see it happening. Um, I see it happening. I think she comes back. I think they drop him. Uh, money talks. He's not bringing in the money. She is. You know, so. Exactly. I'm actually in agreement with you and and with her, surprisingly. So, go go gal, you go gal, you go gal. That's my gal. <laughs> Never calling her a gal and gal, I don't know. I'm really confused now. I'm losing it. Here's one for Jewel. Here's one for you that you love. Eminem and Beyonce. Yeah, they dropped a the single of Eminem's. Oh yeah, dropped a single of Eminem's new album, Revival. The day Taylor Swift's album came out last Friday. Planned? Are you asking me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think, um, yeah, planned? Like, question mark? Do you, do you think this is planned? Uh, yeah, I think it's sneaky. Don't you? I think, yeah, it's definitely planned. I mean, uh, Taylor Swift deserves it. And there was a thing where she Instagrammed, like, a post of all of her rave reviews on her new album and she's like oh taylor swift she was the best and this album's so unique and fun and whatever um yeah eminem and beyonce dropped the song like i i totally think <laughs> think that was a slight dig um eminem's coming out with a new album uh beyonce is right beside him like that's a freaking force to be reckoned with and and yeah, just blow Taylor out of the water. Cardi B already did it, um, and then her and Katy Perry. Like I don't know. I, I think they just need to step up their game. Like Eminem and Beyonce song is 
is so far ahead of what Taylor's trying to do. Like Taylor was like trash talking or whatever about Kanye and all this stuff, and and Beyonce and Eminem were. It was a good message behind their songs. They're saying how they got. It. They're getting older, and it, it it was just a good message. So, um, yeah, just I, I I didn't I enjoyed it. What did you think? I guess you didn't hear the song, did you? Did not hear the song because when it comes to me and Beyonce, I just like watching her shake her butt. Um, so I didn't really <laughs> dig into the song. But I'm not a Taylor okay. Swift fan. I'm really not a Taylor Swift fan, and and I don't mean just like I don't like her music. I'm just not crazy about her whole persona. And even like a lot of her songs or messages about being hurt and being dumped by men, that act has already been done. It's called Gwen Gwen Stefani, and when No Doubt was huge, that was her thing. It was a real-life story about her and a member of the band and the relationship and their breakup. So that's been done. Mm -hmm. And it was done very well by No Doubt, and it's kind of a disgrace that you know, Taylor Swift takes credit like she's the one who finds um, her inspiration and her hardships in life. I don't really buy it, and I'm not a big fan of hers. And, uh, you know, I'm not what a fan of Alanis. She's the queen of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. you know, she was doing it too. She She did it pretty good. Uh, but when I started finding out, like, the songs are about, like, that guy Dave Coulier from Full House, like, that's who you're <laughs> yeah. singing about? <laughs> really? Yep. He's, you want to know, that guy? Jesus Christ. Oh that that's, that's like somebody singing about me. Really. <laughs> Get me? Oh, yeah, the uncle. <laughs> yeah. Dave what was his name? Uncle what? Uh, it was Uncle Jesse and Uncle... What was his name? Uncle, uh, Uncle Unfunny? Uncle Unfunny? No. Uncle oh Horrible? Oh my God, why can't I think? <laughs> Cousin Larry? I can't think. Cousin Larry? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Uncle Diddy, was it? <laughs> I don't know. It was Uncle Shitty. <laughs> oh my God. Probably the most unfunny man on television, and here's Alanis Morissette just yeah. getting up in arms. Not a Taylor fan, though. I'm I'm glad. I'm sorry to say, but Sierra dethroned a little bit. She needed to uh, step off her high horse and take a note from Kendrick Lamar and uh, be humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know that happens so rarely. Um, these new. Uh, Stars who think they they pretty much run the world, um, you know. Like I said, Taylor Swift just doesn't do it for me. Oh, yeah. it, was, uh, it was Uncle Joey. It was Joey Gladstone. Joey, oh my god! Joey, the very unfunny Joey Gladstone. His horrible Popeye impersonations and you know, all that other stuff that he just didn't do very well. <laughs> That's so funny! Oh my god, I I didn't like that show growing up. To be honest. Uh, I watched the I watched a couple episodes of Fuller House because let's face it I mean a grown up uh, Jody Sweeten you know, that's what it's all about right there yeah it's fantastic yeah she's <laughs> I love her I'm Absolutely happy adorable. for her I am happy for her yeah yeah me too um, I don't even know for what but I'm just happy for her. no I'm kidding no she uh, amazing comeback wish her the best it, it's yeah it's a cute show it's not the same. As it was, but I didn't really wasn't crazy. About it. I mean, John Stamos was cool, but I wasn't crazy about the other guys. So, yeah, I hear you. 
And uh, we are about, about two minutes away from another cool guy. This is a cool guy, though. Josh Server. He's going to be on shortly. He's pretty cool. Um, got this. I don't know. Anyway, he'll be on shortly. Jules sent me a text. I don't understand what it means. We are actually not together in the studio tonight for the first time. Here we are. Um, I called in. <laughs> you called it. Hello? Hey. Hey. You hear me? Yeah, let's lose one of your – let's lose this one. Okay. Good? Okay. Okay. This my stuff straightened out. You did? Okay. This one's full of static. Let's see how it plays out. Um, yeah, for the first time uh, in quite a while, we are not in the same direct studio. We're not even close to each other. But we got to cut all that aside now because this is the time we have waited for the amazing, the wonderful – Mr. Josh Server is joining us right now. Josh, good evening, and welcome to the Stoop Radio Show. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for- Doing fantastic. How's, uh, how's, uh, you guys in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, how's Philly tonight? It's doing great. Uh, we're happy to be here. It's cold. It's rainy, but, uh, you know, that doesn't stop us here on the Stoop. We get here uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. We do our thing. We have great guests. Like you, so we thank you so much for coming on. We're going to fire some questions at you, Josh, and uh, hope to have some fun. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure, guys. Great. Great. I'm going to let Jewel start. Jewel, you ready? Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Hey. Um, gosh, Jarvis. Thanks, Jarvis. <laughs> Uh, no, so we all grew up, I personally grew up with all that. Um, you're fantastic. To me, it was just like the dream team. We had SNL, but we had been who could just watch you guys. And I would just be on the floor living. And it was like, it was comedy and that's just hilarious. Um, it's great. So, um, hey, re- hey, real quick, Jewel, Jewel um, I'm yeah. only getting every couple words here. I'm having a little hard, hard time understanding you. Uh, are okay. you guys, can you guys hear me okay on the connection side? Because uh, you're cutting in, in and out a little bit. Oh, yeah, we can hear you good. Uh, we'll switch over to Jewel, and I'll, I'll field a couple questions while we change over uh, to her. But um, why we got you here, Josh? Not, we, we do wanna... from, what I heard, from what I heard, Jewel, thank you. That was all nice stuff. I was, I was only catching every third word. <laughs> <laughs> It happens sometimes here. We run into some occasional technical difficulties, so thanks for being patient with us. But basically, we want to ask oh, you no, about your start on the, on all that. You know, that's that's a big jump uh, for a young guy. Uh, you, from what I read, you got the call. They told you you had the part. What went through your mind, and, and how'd you respond, and, and how'd you take that news that you're suddenly going to be famous? Uh, well, um, it, you know, of, of course, it was a long time ago, so it's hard to remember exactly. But I, I was very – we were all very excited. They, it was a – I think you might have heard that, you know, in other interviews that we've done, it was a, it was a pretty rigorous audition process. We went through, you know, three and four callbacks. They they did a uh, they did like a nationwide talent search for all that. So they went to you know New York, Chicago, L.A., and I was just one of the guys that we uh, were lucky enough to be pulled from Chicago and along with Kel. So I had actually uh, I had done some work for Nickelodeon before. I'd done a, a pilot for them that didn't end up getting made into a show. So they kind of knew me. Uh, but after the after the process of going through all the audi- uh, uh, all the auditions, I remember being pretty darn excited. And then they uh, they flew the entire <laughs> cast out to Los Angeles, and that's where we all kind of met for the first time, met the producers, and started to 
you know, develop that, those friendships and, and that uh, hopefully chemistry that you guys saw on, uh, on screen shortly thereafter. Yeah. Very cool. Joe, you back so it was it was an amazing um, it was an amazing time in my life. I was thirteen, so you can imagine how excited we were. <laughs> oh, I, I can imagine. I would be excited now in, in my forties. I can imagine how you were at thirteen. It'd be incredible. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we 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 uh, pretty darn excited that people are still talking about the show this many years later. So that's you know the fact that we're in our you know thirties and forties, and that's just that's crazy cool to all of us. So thank you for uh, thank you for loving it as much as you guys have over the years. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, oh, I'm sorry. I'm back, guys. <laughs> sorry about all that. <laughs> no, you sound it's um, crystal clear now. It's better. Yes, oh, go ahead. great. Yeah, I was just saying how I I grew up with all that, and it meant so much to me to have a sketch comedy show with kids my age who were just hilarious and jokes that I could really laugh at, and it, it just meant a lot to me every night that. You guys were there to make me laugh. And you, along with, you know, Laurie Beth Denberg, King and Kel, Amanda Bynes, like, oh, you guys were amazing. Like, it was like a dream team of kids that who were hilarious, who could, I mean, Keenan is doing thank great you for, on thank SNL. Thank you for that. Thank you for, thank you for those kind words. That means, that means a lot to us. Oh, yeah. And, and I believe that, you know, that's why I had such a long run, because it was so relevant and kids could really relate. Um do you have any good memories or, or funny stories about you guys on set or offset or, or how you got along? Oh, geez, tons. Um, yeah, I mean, we remember. Uh, I, I remember being back the first the, when we when the show started. We were in Nickelodeon Studios and we were in Orlando, right? And so um, it was just a. They, they ended up moving the show to LA, which we were all very excited about because it was like the next stage for a lot of us in our careers. But I remember those first couple of years in Orlando, we were actually on Universal stu- in Universal Studios. So it was like literally going to work in a theme park every day. And we would have a lot of fun. And on our breaks, we would go, you know, you know, mess around in the park and ride rides. And it was just, it really was like being in a, like a, just like a fun kid's high school for kids who didn't get to go to high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, awesome. So we have tons. Cu- cu- we were doing school there and working. And so we, we spent a lot of time together and that's, um, you know, a lot of us are really close to this day, but even when we get together and we've done a lot of these reunion shows in the last couple of years uh, and these like get togethers, it's, it's amazing how quickly we fall back into those, like that old rhythm. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I've, I just have a tons of fond memories with those guys. And now later in life, we've got, we've gotten to kind of come together and just joke and have fun and laugh together. And everyone gets along great. It's amazing. It was like when we were kids, it was like, everyone was like very brotherly and sister, right? It was like brothers and sisters. Yeah. We would, you know, fight, and, you know, do little stuff on set. But for the most part now, everybody's just adults and we're just so grateful for the experience. Awesome. That's great. And you yeah. guys keep in touch. Yeah, all pretty well. Um, again, the last couple of years for sure more. Uh, and then we've we've talked about this. It's definitely social media has kind of uh, plugged everyone back in, right? Whether it's Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter right. or Instagram, you can just kind of follow along with these uh, with your friends as they as they you know do other things in their lives and their careers. So we've definitely last couple of years for sure. It's been it's been a lot more. 
That's awesome. Absolutely. And, um, awesome. you know, we heard you guys uh, had some, you guys had like a reunion. How did the reunion go? And there's there any plans maybe bring the show back and, and doing some skits? What do you think? Um, well, yeah, we did, we did a couple of different reunions. Not, uh, not everyone got to attend. I mean, obviously we'd love to have everyone there. Uh, those weren't sure. decisions I made, but, but, uh, but yeah, a couple of us got together. We did a couple of comic cons, uh, where we did a New York comic con and a San Diego comic con. Uh, and that's where we filmed a lot of the, the, uh, reunion stuff that got played on the SNCC. Uh, I'm sorry, the, um, the Splat channel. Um, which yeah. is the later block of, you know, uh, kind of, you know, the throwback to the nineties and everyone getting to see their old shows and stuff like that. And so that got played out to the fans. That was really fun. We got to do that in New York. Um, as far as, um, rumblings about them bringing the show back, I mean, there's definitely, this is the time where everybody's rebooting everything, right? Um, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm sure we would, I'm sure we would love to do it. Uh, there's definitely been some some talks about doing little stuff here and there, but maybe not like a full scale, uh, you know, show, uh, you know, where it's a weekly thing. But there's definitely rumblings, and you know, the fans seem to love it, and they're still supportive. So, um, nothing concrete right now. That'd be awesome. That's great, and and you have to be a part of that if that ever does happen, because you're such a huge part of the show. Um, I have to ask I'll you a little bit that about you said that, Jewel. I'll tell. <laughs> I'll tell them that you said that, so there's no way I can uh, they can ask me out. Exactly. You yeah, my word is, yeah. That's the yeah. right. Hey, you've already you, you've made it so you stamped and signed and delivered it, so it's we're good to go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. Okay, I have to talk about some of my favorite characters. You did Detective Dan, Walter the Earboy, Alan the Serial Serial Critic, Julio, and the Milkman. Um, okay, so those are your top characters. four. That 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 uh that that tracks with some of the other um the other fans that have told me those are some of their favorites. So yeah, they're all wonderful. Like, who is your favorite? And I wanted to know if you had any part in creating the characters. Um. Yeah. So you know, I, I feel like when you get to do those characters a lot, you start to live in them. And, uh, you know, Detective Dan is absolutely one of my favorites. I've said that. Um, uh, there were a couple of others that stood out. You know, I like to do the Tandy one, the the, the girl character with the wacky laugh. Uh, that is, yeah. to answer your question, to answer your question, that is actually one that I, we got to really play a hand in, in creating a lot of our characters. And I, again, I think I've said this before in other interviews or reunions that like the first couple seasons that we had amazing writers and producers. And so they really did give us a ton of stuff to work with. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But certainly like the first couple seasons, right. They were, there was less freedom, but they were giving us more coaching and things like that. But as the show went on, they were trusting us more and more and more. And we were all developing our own kind of sense of who we were as young comedians if that makes sense. Yeah. And so they started yeah. to really like give us a lot of freedom. And so I remember like later in the show two second or third seasons in you, you would, you know, they wouldn't really write a ton. They would just kind of give Kel, let's say a, an opportunity and Kel comes in and Kel does what Kel does, right? Like it's in the script. Yeah. Yeah. And you see him start to, to take a very like a foundational character and like really make it his own. And, and so we got, I, I, I stand by this. I feel like we had more creative control than maybe any kids on television, maybe ever. But, um, but you know, it was a marriage between really amazing, talented writers, creators, producers, 
and and what we were able to do within that framework. So they always they always gave us the the meat and on the bone, so to speak, and we would just run with it. And that got more that got more and more um I guess prevalent as the show went on the show went on. That's gotta be great. That's gotta give you more of a confident feeling, especially as a young actor, to know they trust you that much and they believe in your inputs. That's gotta be amazing. Let's get to the question that a lot of young and up and coming stars want to know about, Josh. Let's ask about the fans. Let's ask okay. about the girls. Did you were you just overwhelmed <laughs> by fan response and the girls chasing you and all that good stuff? How, how was it like? I mean, did you have a normal life or were you always uh, on the go, so to speak? Uh, it's well. Listen, I mean, it's it, it, being a kid on TV and having adult those adult experiences and living in a and working for a living and all that. No, that is in no way a normal <laughs> way to grow sure. up. Right? <laughs> right. I've, I've Absolutely. Definitely, I've definitely said I've, de- I've said that uh, consistently, and but I wouldn't trade it for anything. I mean, I'm really grateful for the way that uh, all the experiences I, I did get to have. And um, you know, you put a thousand people in a room, and most most kids, you know, wouldn't they just wouldn't share my experiences. So I feel like it's unique to a certain group of of kids that get to do that at a very young age. Right. On the flip side, there's always some bad stuff that comes along with that. And there's, you know, things that have happened that are are good things for kid actors. And so I just like to feel like, I feel like I came out of it super good. I left the industry for a while and, and am grateful that I did that as well. And so now I've been starting to come back. Um, As far as the uh, unique experience of like, I don't, you know, there was an element of, of, I guess fame to this, but, but it was also yeah. pre guys, it was pre social media. It was pre, True. you know, there, there yeah. was a lot of, yeah. it just wasn't as in your face as it is nowadays. Right. Makes so sense. Right. for yeah. fans to, fans to connect with you, they'd have to, you know, you'd have to write fan letters or come to the show live, or you'd be interacting with them in person as they noticed you from the show, but it's just not as, I don't, I don't, I, I would think that nowadays it's a lot more overwhelming for those kids that are on TV or things like that now, right? With the, with the instant connection to the people that are watching them, it's a totally different world, right? I don't want to age myself, but social media wasn't <laughs> around when I, was, when I was a kid actor. So who knows no, what, you're absolutely right. what would have happened yeah. to me if, if it was. But I, I, feel, um, I feel like, uh, you know, hopefully it turned out okay. <laughs> That's right. all I could say. Well, and a lot of um, – a lot of the Nickelodeon stars have just come forward actually recently. Um, I'm sure you might have seen, but, and they had bad experiences. So it's so great that you, I mean, you had good experiences, but they felt like their voices weren't heard and they couldn't express themselves or, or move further through Nickelodeon. So it's good. You had good experiences in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I've absolutely had uh, good experiences over the years. I have great relationships with a lot of those uh, people. Um, and uh, again, you know, so so for me, I don't I don't have that negative experience and the adverse uh, effect on my life. Um, obviously, if mm-hmm. someone has, then I, you know, I you know, I I, I I hate to hear that be the case. Um, but for me, it's it's always it's been a positive it's been a positive thing. That's awesome. That's what, that is the stuff that we like to hear. Tell us about some of your new stuff. Um, 
the one show I know is, is important to you, and, and Jewel had mentioned it, and she spent a lot of time watching it, Good Girls Revolt. Uh, tell us a little something about that show, what, what that's involved. We heard it uh, got canceled, but they're trying to bring it back. Tell us where that is right now, and, and tell the listeners out there who's, who may not be familiar with it what it's all about. Uh, yeah, I got. I was lucky enough to do a, a kind of a small stint on a show for Amazon last year that was called Good Girls Revolt. And, uh, it's, it's an amazing show. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, the, the framework of it is it's surround, it's centered around a story that, uh, was based in the seventies with a group of women that were working in and around a newspaper, uh, as, um, where they weren't getting the opportunities to be reporters grow. And there was just a lot of harassment and a lot of them being held back. And it's based on a real story where uh, a group of women kind of started to rise above and revolt against that. And so obviously nowadays with, with everything that's going on, that's so topical and we need stories like that even more. And what was unfortunate about it is last year it was got, it got, it, it, it opened apparently with really good, um, great reviews. Everybody seemed to love it. The fans loved it. And it didn't, from what I understand, and again, I have a limited amount of information, but it didn't get a, a, a fair shake at Amazon because the head of Amazon, Roy Price, uh, who has now been caught up in all of the stuff that's going on with the sexual harassment has now stepped down. He apparently didn't mm-hmm. even like the show or give it its fair due. So nowadays wow. it's, it's actually kind of being revived and there's a good opportunity where they're going and kind of shop reshopping at the Amazon. And they're uh, I've heard that it's being taken other places. So that's really all that I know, except, um, you know, there's a, a good shot of it potentially coming back. And, um, you know, I think nowadays that's probably more important than ever. <laughs> Excellent. No, really. Yeah, the timing, and, of it, and, yeah, yeah. timing of it could be better. Yeah. And I played one of the guys in the, in the newsroom, um, and, uh, you know, had an amazing uh, crew, amazing group of producers and a staff attached to it. And so I, I just had nothing but a great experience. I got to do about five episodes last year. And uh, we had hoped that it was going to come back for, for a, you know, a second season. And now that seems like there's a heartbeat again. So um, who knows? We'll keep you guys posted. But right now, that's all I know. <laughs> Terrific. I really enjoyed the show, too. It was, you know, subtle but in your face. And it, it really was like the sign of the times. Um, I thought everyone was fantastic in it. And it's just really, it's sad, but it is relevant today. And I really hope it does get picked up because people deserve to see it. Like, um, especially this year with like hidden figures and that story coming forward. Like, I just think it's so important that that story comes out right now. And it's a great show with great yeah. actors. So I, I really hope it comes back. It, it is. It is. And it's it's a story that can needs, needs to get, continue to get told and the ladies on uh that show their stories again need to need to be heard so i'm i'm with you joel i hope it i hope it comes back i don't think there'd be a guarantee that i would be a part of it but if i'm lucky enough to be uh part of the uh the ongoing show and the ongoing season if it gets picked up i would you know be i would jump at the chance ralph has to be a part of it if it comes back (laughs) get the hashtag going get the hashtag going yeah <laughs> Bring real i got i got um, it really it was a cool it was a cool show it was a, it was a period show so we were in all the clothes i mean i don't know if you saw i had that like crazy 70s mustache and so it's like it's, yeah. it's just uh <laughs> it's, it's very easy I and mean, the the set designs and the production design like everything was so easy to kind of get into that world 
And so, I mean, on every level I had, this show was just awesome. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I hope it comes back and we'll just, we'll uh, cross our fingers for that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. There, there's talk, so it has to. Um, the, the other show that you did recently was The Commute. And I watch that as well. It's super cute. Um, can you tell us how you got to be a part of that and just the whole Awesomeness TV production? Uh, yeah, yeah, we had some, uh, actually that came to me through my, uh, girlfriend who is, uh, her name is Carly and, and she's, uh, a comedian. She gets sketch comedy. And so we have, we have a lot of, a lot in common. Uh, and she had, uh, some relationships at Awesomeness, uh, where they help her and kind of work with her and our, her YouTube channel. And so, um, yeah, just through, you know, uh, meeting people over there. They wanted us to go and be a part of this. Uh, uh, it's a, you know, again, one of their YouTube series and, you know, uh, awesomeness for people who don't know, it's like a multi-channel network. Um, they do a lot of different stuff, including original programming. And this was a show that uh, was going into its second season. And so I had not only the opportunity to go and be in it, uh, but I got to act with my girlfriend in it and also just get to have fun with the amazing cast. So it was just, it was like a one day shoot just like a guest star. I played, uh, I played, uh, Claudia, who's the main, uh, girl on there's, uh, her dad in an episode. And, uh, Carly actually played my uh, girlfriend who's my real girlfriend in life. So, so it was a lot of fun. We had, a full, we had, it was, it was very meta and, uh, we had a blast. It, we had a blast. The, the crew was super cool and they let us like improv and have a lot of fun. And so we were just riffing all day. Very cool. I love that awkward yeah. dinner scene. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you we we uh we tried to make it as awkward as we could for you <laughs> do you find it easier now uh playing like a parent and a mentor type role now to young actors and actresses being um, no no that that's never easy. Let's not talk, no let's not talk about that Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm kidding. Um, yeah. No, of course I have noticed. I have noticed that the last couple uh, uh, last couple parts I've played were dads. Uh, so it is it's yeah. interesting when you start uh, doing dad roles uh, as an actor, uh, and that's how you know that's the uh, type that people see you as. Uh, I'm not a father yet in real life. I would absolutely want to be soon. So. Um, but it's it's uh, it's fun, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'm I'm 38 now, so I totally could ha- have a kid, <laughs> and and, <Yep. laughs> uh, and so I try to try to use those real life experiences. And you know, anytime as an actor, you do anything as a, that stretches yourself, and you're using experiences from your own life, but you're not ne- necessarily in those exact frameworks. It's it's cool, you know. It's a challenge. So um, yeah. Um, did you so I guess realize the short, answer, the short answer is yes, Jeff. Oh, sorry. I, 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 okay. have, I have a fun time. I have a fun time <laughs> mentoring young, uh, young actors. <laughs> You're like me, kid. Um, What's that? No, I was just gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I said, my, You're like me, day, kids. In, in my in my day, <laughs> my day, we used to walk walk to set in the snow. <laughs> and we like. Well, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So it's 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 fun, but it also makes me a little sad. <laughs> Understood. I, I get that. I totally get that. So I was gonna so, say, do you know there's a whole YouTube compilation of you freaking out, like as your characters on all of that? <laughs> and I just wanted to know, yeah. how did you incorporate that? And it was that really your personality shining through in some of those moments? 
<laughs> I mean, I will tell you that I have a lot of energy and some of that energy is <laughs> manic. And so I think, I think the producers got, uh, I have seen that compilation. Someone sent it to me. It's hysterical. <laughs> and also like, wow, it's very telling. Um, but yeah, when I was a young guy, I mean, obviously I, I would like to think that I've mellowed out a lot as we get older, right? Some of that energy is, uh, is, is directed other places, but you learn to have outlets for them. But, but I, yeah, I have a lot of that, um, high energy, I guess. Right. So, uh, I think, I think the producers figured out that when they would get me in those like manic states and I was yelling and screaming and, you know, being fired up, they just thought it was really funny. And so they, once they found, I think, I think it made them laugh and then they would continue to push that button. Oh my God. It, it was cool a you got it made way for, oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> no, we're good. Just, I'm pretty much just a, going off your, your same thing too. It's awesome to have that natural energy and uh, have them see it and have them use it. Um, question for you real yeah. quick. This is, this is totally different, totally off the cuff. Uh, from child actor oh, it's a to hard hitting expose. No, like not at all. We don't do it. Okay. So uh, now you're an adult, you know, good looking guy. You keep yourself in shape. Let's play fantasy here. One role that you could play, out of any role in Hollywood, you go tomorrow and say, I want to be this character. Who is it? Who would you love to be just once? Oh, I mean, are you saying one character or like on a specific yeah. show or, you know, that kind of thing? You could be any character, uh, superhero, anything. villain, anything <laughs> like that. Who do you want to be? I mean, uh, I mean, geez, all the, all the, you know, Marvel, like all those movies, all the superhero movies. I mean, I think maybe all young boys as a kid would love to play yeah, a superhero sure. at one point, right? Like uh, what kid from my generation wouldn't want to be a Spider-Man or like at that point, you know, but as far as like from an acting perspective, like I love, like, I, I love Game of Thrones. I love the, like, I, some of the shows on TV now, don't get me wrong, I love movies too, and there's some amazing movies being made, but, like, some of the shows just on TV with those incredible, you know, binge-watching arcs where you're doing these characters, like, even being on a show like that would just, like, would be my ideal, right? Oh, Getting to do, cool. a, yeah. what like, one episode of Game of Thrones before it's off, Right. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that, that works. That'd be <laughs> yeah. awesome. <laughs> or Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, uh, yeah, like those those types of shows. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of others that I enjoy, but you know, um, true character pieces. Like I love guys. I love comedy. It's always going to be a part of who I am. But I also love, uh, you know, dramatic acting and and that type of thing and being able to um, uh, move people in a different way and tell and tell really great stories. And if the if the words and the directing and the and the production comes together, it's 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 pretty easy as an actor to make it seem amazing. So I, I love stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you for making us laugh through my whole childhood. <laughs> You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You're terrific. I got to watch some pieces of it, and and I love it. My wife's a huge Nickelodeon fan. She knew who you were. She's you upstairs you listening. Just watch she the said, "Freaking out compilation." No, I haven't, but I'm going to. As soon as we get off the air, I'm going right for it. So i got to watch it. I um, actually, yeah. Uh, I actually show yeah. my niece and my, my 14-year-old niece. She's like, I know Josh Server. I'm like, oh, I, I wasn't like – she's like, I watch all that all the time. I'm like, oh, excuse me. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought this was my generation. But, 
Yeah, you're you're well. You know, it has been really cool today. that they've been. It has been cool. I didn't, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So I, I was uh, I was. It has been very cool that they're showing them. They're still showing them on TV to this day. And now again, like with YouTube, like we hear, like people hit us up on on Twitter or social media, and they like say that they're introducing it to like their kids. And so to have like mm-hmm. that kind of trickle trickle through generations. I mean, you know, what else can you want? I mean, what else could you want? We we had no idea the the impact that the show would have when we were doing it because we were kids, and you just it's hard to even. Yeah you know, kind of youth, youth is wasted on the young where it's hard to even think that far ahead. Right. So, yeah. but to see people still enjoying it again, our pleasure. I'm I'm so, so glad to hear that. Yeah. It's a classic. So it'll go down forever. And in history is that. So congratulations to you. Yeah, definitely. Thank congratulations. You. And uh, we hope to see more of it. We hope to see more of you because, like I said, you're a class guy. We thank you for coming on. You're absolutely terrific. If you want to see more from Josh, go to joshserver.com. You can find him at josh slash server on um, Twitter. Follow his stuff, man. Great guy, great actor, and a handsome fella. And we really thank you for coming on, Josh. You were quite a treat. Uh, josh you guys Server, are, everybody. You guys are too, too kind. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thank Would you. you like to do it again sometime? Anytime. We'd love to. I'll, I'll go come in and uh, I'm doing a lot more stuff now in the industry. So if I have projects, we can always talk about that or we can just, you know, talk about what's going on in Philly. Right. I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds great. Are you guys, are you guys, are you guys, Eagle, are you guys Eagles fans? Absolutely. It's been a great time. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course you are. Of course you are because it's Philly. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you got like so win or lose. You have to love your team, period. That's it. There you go. You guys look great this year, uh, and, and uh, we'll, we'll, I'll come on anytime, and we can we can chop it up. Thanks again for having me, Josh. Thank you oh, very thank much. Thank you so much, Josh. Take care. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was terrific. That was Josh Server, and uh, you know he he's got that certain something. You look at his pictures, you see his uh, his smile. He's got that. Uh, that kind of uh, charisma and you watch him act and uh, terrific as a younger guy. And now as an adult, he says the right things, does the right things. He's a good time. Great personality. That was just tremendous. Jewel. Uh, again, Jewel, I thank you. Cause I know you went through great lengths to get Josh and you're a fan of his. I know it's a big night for you and I know you're a little extra nervous to have him on, but he was fantastic. What do you think? You know, with the technical difficulties, I was like, Oh no. Like I was so I looking forward to this interview <laughs> and, and him coming on. Um, but it, it pulled through at the last minute and he couldn't have been nicer. And yeah, that's like, whew, like nostalgia coming at you. It was so crazy to get to talk to him. He's so funny. Like I said, he's been making me laugh my whole childhood and he's a great actor and he deserves everything coming his way because all that will definitely go down as a classic. I agree. Like I said, I've, I've seen a little bit of it. I, I wasn't quite as, Big of a watcher was a little bit out of my generation, just a touch. But, you know, I, I certainly do catch it now. And like I said, people are watching now. Now that social media is out there, Josh has a ton of fans on Twitter, a ton of fans that remember the show, and, and they're going to watch it more. And let's hope we see more of Josh. He's excellent. That was great. Yep, absolutely. And, guys, go, I, go search Good, Go- Good Girls Revolt because that's a show you can't miss. And it's relevant to today. It's really quick. It's funny. I really enjoyed it. It's like uh, Mad Men 
hyped up. It's like a it's like a saucier, more legit Mad Men, I would say, because Mad Men bored me. Good Girls Revolt did not. It's a great, great show. So go check it out. Yeah, check it out, and hopefully uh, enough people will watch it and voice their opinion and get it brought back. Because, uh, like we said, and we continue to say, the voice of women needs to be heard. And, uh, you know, guys like Josh are all about it, too. He was proud of the work. He's proud of what he did on the show and proud of its message. So remember, Good Girl uh, Revolt is the name of that show. And, again, joshserver.com slash server on Twitter. You can get to follow him and all his stuff. He's grown up, but he's still our... Fun young man. He was a great time. That was terrific. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he had us laughing. (laughs) (laughs) He had us laughing. That's what we like. I like guests that come on and and naturally make us laugh. You know, not trying too hard and uh, just being themselves. And that's what we like here. And he kind of joked about the hard-hitting question about what role he'd like to play. We don't hard hit. We're just here to have a blast. (laughs) Kind of like hanging out at our house. You know what I mean? Yep. And he rolled with the punches. It was great. He sure did. Uh, I was, I really, here's what I like to do. And if you know me, you know that I'm a, I'm always joking. I'm always pranking. I'm always having fun. It was burning me inside, Jewel, to not tell Josh that Pee Wee Herman major list. And he didn't. I wanted to tell him <laughs> that so badly. Hey. <laughs> I can't. It was me inside. I'm like, obviously. Yeah, it was eating me inside. Like, I got to tell this guy he lost out to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh, my God. Any girl who watched that, all that, knew that Josh was the cutie guy. So, yeah, no I question mean, he's there. Got, he's got tons of followers on uh, on Twitter. They know the business. And hopefully tons of you came out tonight to listen to Josh because um, he had a lot of good stuff to say. He's no Pee Wee Herman, but. He's a good-looking fella. I told him that a couple times. Don't look weird. I mean, I'm very, I'm very safe in my sexuality that I can tell a guy when he's good-looking. I've got faith in myself. That's a good I, I know thing. He, Not a yeah, lot of guys he, can do that. I know what side I'm on. Like I said, hey, like, this guy. Oh, no. Nah, he's, you know, he's got it. God bless him. And the, one of our guests that's coming on, like I said, next week, uh, Steve Howie. I mean, Christ. Guy's chiseled from stone. Unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe he's going to be on next Tuesday. That is a huge... I mean, we have Bella on Monday, Steve on Tuesday, and then Rita on Wednesday. That's that's insane. I mean, that's That's the kind of And then Thanksgiving? And then stuff. Yeah, then Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, right, and then stuff in your face. And then Joel has to work a double the next day. Oh, my God. Uh, It's kind of like the stuff, I mean... A lot of people had talk about the show, Joel, and we'll we'll kind of ablive and, and go off the usual script here. So I'm going to ask you as much as ask myself and just mention it to listeners. Um, people ask me about the show. People say, I see the show you have. What's it all about? I see the show you have. How do I listen? And then when they start getting involved and then they start saying, hey, I see these guests. How are you getting these guests? And it, it's a little bit of work. It's some paper trail. It's some emails. It's PR people. It's trying to negotiate times and, and places and all that to get everything right. Um, but I got to tell you, man, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it's like being David Letterman or or Jimmy Fallon or something like that. We are like talk show. Next week, we're going to be three nights in a row with big stars. Bella Elise is a, an up-and-coming young really singer. but. Stars. 
Yeah, and then you got Steve Howie, and you got Lita Ford. I mean, this is incredible. But how's it making you feel? Are, are you yeah. blown away by it? I'm... <laughs> I'm shaking in my seat. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Even with, oh my God, just, it it's incredible. I'm so happy to be a part of it. The guests, and they come on, and they're the nicest people, and it just warms my heart that they are just regular people that want to sit and talk to us, and, and yeah, they're great. And I, I can't wait to see where it takes us, and it's just a really fun ride. Agreed. And, you know, again, people say, well, how long do you think you're going to do it? Or where are you trying to get to with it? I like just doing this. I, it's like talking to people. Yeah, I know Josh mm-hmm. was a TV star, and I know Lita was a super rock star, and we know Steve Howie's on Shameless, and he's big. And that's not really what it's all about. I'm not, like, patting myself on the back and notching names down. It's It's talking and getting the real feel. For some of the people you watch and listen to on a daily basis, and I absolutely love what we do here. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your friends' family, tell your friends' family's friends to tell their friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get all that? <laughs> yeah, very awesome. And yep. uh, like I said, Joel, you went to work. November was really your month. You brought home, a, you brought us a lot of great uh, guests. And Wednesday night. One I think Jewel's even more excited for than tonight. That was possible. She was nervous all day long. Watched her just rattling up the storm for Josh. Can't wait till Wednesday night when the super funny and super talented, a wacky guy that I love, Mr. Hal Sparks, is going to be here Wednesday night. Joe, are you ready for this? Insane. This week. This week's insane. I I can't. <laughs> Absolutely, it is insane, and it, it gets it gets crazier. Um, spoke to. Um, John earlier today, John Ragus, as you know, me and him did the show uh, for about a year in the beginning of my, my run. He messed me later, like, how's the show going? And uh, you still into it? You still loving it? And my answer is absolutely. I think I love it more every day. Um, I think I love what me and Jewel have built as far as a rapport. And I love the people that come on. And it's it's amazing. I love it. And Wednesday's going to be great. we got to be really ready. We might have to stretch out like a whole hour for Hal Sparks. So I get the feeling once he gets started... He's going to be hard to shut off. <laughs> and that's that's a good thing. Uh, no. I, yeah, I think it's going to be a takeover. It's going to be epic. <laughs> really is. Um, I think we, we – I don't know how – if we had any luck, but we'll talk about it maybe off set. Joel, uh, maybe trying to get a song of his to play from his uh, heavy metal band. He does heavy metal. He does comedy. It's like my kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, we're too. Yeah. yeah. See what we can do. Amazing. Amazing, amazing singer and – yeah, rips on the guitar. Like, he does it all. I'm super, super pumped. Absolutely. A friend of mine, this is kind of funny, I had a friend of mine that said, uh, oh, I'm not a big Hal Sparks guy. And you know why guys aren't, if you're not? Because guys are jealous of a guy like Hal Sparks. <laughs> they are. I mean, because he's got all that personality. He's funny. He's, like, quirky. He can sing. He can perform. He's got a good head of hair. I mean, guys, don't be jealous, guys. Come on, don't be jealous. Yeah, Josh has has a good head of hair too. <laughs> Josh has a good head of hair. Yeah, he's you know. We're gonna have we're gonna try and have an episode just dedicated to uh, the men of the stoop. Four great looking guys: yes. Josh Server, Hal Sparks, Steve <laughs> Howie, and Perini. Wow, there's a foursome <laughs> for you. <laughs> and and say, he's coming to Helium on uh he is, in yes. December, early December. 
We're going to talk about that tomorrow night, or Wednesday night, rather, I'm sorry. And you will hear Jeff Perini beg a celebrity for tickets. <laughs> I'm going to beg Hal Sparsh for tickets. <laughs> that, that'd be nice. I am. Just like, Hal, Hal, we'll come backstage, we'll take a couple pictures, meet you, you'll tell us what a great job we did here on the stoop, and then we'll have, uh, I don't know, a drink or two. I don't think he drinks. I think no, he's, no. um, I no, I think he's super, super into health, and I, I don't think he touches alcohol. So, oh, at least he didn't before. I, I don't know about now, but um, I, yeah, maybe you know, share if, a cup of coffee or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he doesn't drink, he could buy me some, and he can watch me drink. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome Hal Sparks, and I'm not going to invite him to my house. That got weird. That was the whole Jessica Bar <laughs> thing that got weird. <laughs> That got really, really weird. <laughs> I invited Jessica Barth to stay in my house. I didn't invite her to sleep in my bed. I didn't say my wife wasn't going to be home. I just said, you know, stop by my bar with you and the gang and have a couple of drinks. <laughs> but uh, you, know, you got to realize that you have split seconds sometimes on radio to say something and catch yourself. That's why we should do recorded interviews because I am a jackass. <laughs> sometimes. Sorry, Jeff. I'm a jackass too. That's why we're a good team. Yeah. Absolutely. We are Team Jackass, and we love ourselves. Uh, Team Jackass, uh, I want to sell this to you all because Team Jackass is looking to make a move uh, together and get out and about uh, with our significant others. Uh, December 1st to the Barbary, uh, 951 Frankfurt Avenue in Philly. It's across, uh, or right across from or right down the street from the Fillmore, which is a big uh, Philly hotspot for bands. Uh, we're going to get to the Barbary December 1st. Me, Jewel, uh, Cupcake, and Cassie. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're pretty set on catching uh, our guests from a few shows back. Uh, Sheen, uh, Sheena and the Nosebleeds, December 1st, in case you didn't oh. catch it when she was on the show. I want to keep promoting it because I love their stuff. Uh, a very unique, one-of-a-kind type band. Uh, Jewel and I are going to get out there and take some pictures maybe and uh, post them on the, the Stoop Network Facebook page and, and our personal page, and we just want to push. We want to push great acts. Uh, a lot of the I, – I honestly have not been disappointed by a single act we've had on yet. How about you? Is anybody has let you down? No, absolutely not. And to this – I mean, right now I'm still listening to Sheena, Molly Rhythm. Like, they're all amazing. Overwinter, their EPs, like, I, I am in love with all of our guests. They're all amazing. I love the Philly vibe, and I I am so going to enjoy this Sheena concert because I can't wait to see these guys live. Like, this is going to be an experience. Um, I am I made sure I was free that night today. I locked it in. I am going. I will be at the Barbary December 1st, guys, so check them out. Here's the best part about that, too. We'll be there on December 2nd. Yours truly has no commitment. No work that next day. Nice. Nothing on the nice. schedule. So it is going to be, as we like to say here at the stoop, a shit show. Shit show. I can't wait. It's got to have belly class at nine. <laughs> I have to get up for that. Well, I'm sorry. I think we lost Jewel. I think she got disconnected. <laughs> uh, no more. Jewel Taney is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Such a shame. Motherhood. Motherhood. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's oh different. If that little princess has to get the ballet, I will wake up with you and drive her myself. 
Yeah. Jules' little lady. <laughs> Jules' little lady is just the ultimate adorable little face. She is just the prettiest little girl. Oh. And we know Jules loves her because she too. likes to talk about her on the show. And after the show goes off the air, sometimes when 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 me and Jules don't get to be in the studio together, which happens, um, we do still communicate through technology, and we. We see each other, and then she just brings out a little face, and the little face says hi, and puts on mommy's headset and talks, and she's adorable. She's, she's like, amazing. "Where's your friend Jeff?" <laughs> <laughs> no, she always really, be on the radio show. Oh, she should be. She's amazing. If she only knew the stuff that I was saying, you don't want her on the radio show. The poor little girl's no, ears are bleeding. <laughs> My big thumb mouth. She didn't yeah. hear any of it. <laughs> Mommy, that guy oh. Jeff went to see Beyonce's butt bouncing. Yeah, I don't think we need that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, how about not? <laughs> yeah, how about not? But she, she's, so, in a, she's in a Christmas production. It's um, Frosty the Snowman. So she has to has to get there for practice. But I'm sure uh-huh. it won't be a problem because it's right around the corner from my house. So, you know what? We are going to have a splendid time on the first. And let it rip. And actually... Jeff, I passed it. I passed the Barbary and the Fillmore on my way downtown today. So, super excited. Maybe we should Uber. Are they, yeah, maybe. Are they that close? Is it like a stone throw, like it looks like in the map? Uh, yeah. Like, I remember looking, I was like, oh, wait a minute, and then turning my head. So, yeah, I think they are pretty pretty close. Very cool. Uh, very cool. We're going to get a big old-fashioned taste of uh, Philly action that night. We love Philly. Uh, we've even toyed the idea, and if any of our uh, former New Yorker people are listening, we've actually toyed the idea of changing the name to the Philly Stew. I don't know. We love our Philly here. Possibly. Power, power, <laughs> <laughs> the power of Philly. Oh, I have yeah. a concert announcement. Concert um, announcement. <laughs> the Stoop Stoop concert announcement update. I don't know what the hell that was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I reached out to these guys. No, that was a perfect, perfect intro. Thank but you. I reached out to these guys. <laughs> and cross your fingers, they want to be on our stoop. Because January, near my birthday, Lana Del Rey is coming to the Wells Fargo. Yeah. And then get this, guys. February 17th, Borns is coming. So oh, let's that's put a petition in. Yeah, put a petition in to get them on the Philly stoop because, oh, my God, the guy sings like an angel. That would be amazing. I'm such a fan. Yeah, I know that's that's big on your list, and I, I've learned some of the bands that are big on your list. And I toy around with looking every day at the uh, the concert websites for those Lana Del Rey tickets and have half considered giving it a shot myself. I like concerts. I'm a concert You should go. She's incredible. It's like going back in time and being serenaded by a female crooner on acid. (laughs) On acid. Sure, my wife would love that. She loves nothing more than me being serenaded. (laughs) So, um, both of you, we went. We had the best time. We just danced the whole time. It's a. It's a really good time. Awesome. That's what we're all about. Uh, do we have the technical ability to do what's on our playlist tonight, Joe, or are you kind of stumped with your technical uh, hold-ups? Uh, no, we're a go. We're a go. We're a go? You might have to go All first, right, so. but we're, you're, you're good. <laughs> that's, that's okay. We're going to do it. It is 
one and only What's On My Playlist. We get out the playlist. Everybody's phone has a playlist of music now. We're going to keep it light tonight since you do have the technical difficulty. It's a little bit of shifting around. We're going to do three songs tonight. We'll keep it short. Three songs. Okay. Um, and, that, and as you know, these are songs that mean something to us. Obviously, if we uh, love them enough to put them on our library, we talk about them. I make fun of Jewel. I always win in the end. It's great. It's one of the best bits on television. It was, I mean, on radio. Wow, television. It was voted, Jewel. What's on your playlist was voted the number one radio skit in all of Langhorn, Hollybrook Drive area, Langhorn, by the Stoop Magazine. No way. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. The Stoop Magazine voted today. Number one music skit in Langhorn and Hollybrook Drive. What's on my playlist? Congratulations. What's on my playlist? <laughs> All right. So I'll go That's first. Since you, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> we're award-winning, folks. Uh, here's a great song. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of it. I know I'm not supposed to do this. I'm going to get the microphone up to it here. And... Yeah, that's great. That's Nirvana, folks. Um, the album In Utero wasn't one of their best pieces, but that song, Scentless Apprentice. Great number. It's one of those songs that I don't even know what a scentless apprentice is, but I kind of want to be one just because it sounds that cool. Um, that was pretty much the last you know, the last studio album of uh, Kurt Cobain, Blake. Great Kurt Cobain, Cobain, Nirvana, Sandler's Apprentice. That is my first, uh, my first offering tonight of the shortened version of the award-winning. What's on my playlist? <laughs> Jewel, you're up. Great. Thank you. Gotta love Nirvana. Okay, um, number three. Okay, this song was on the Netflix series Thirteen Reasons Why, and I heard it, and I'm like, I I heard the first couple notes, and I'm like. I have to have that song on my playlist. So it's Car Seat Headrest with O Starving. And uh, it's really, it's an upbeat song, but a sad song. And I like those kind of songs because it makes you think. So, um, it, yeah, it's basically about when I'm gone, none of this shit will matter pretty much. But it goes to a pretty pretty high tempo. So, uh, yeah, me a fan of these guys, uh, they, they do it right, so. Number number three. It was O starving. O starving. O O starving. I'm trying to write yeah. that. O H. O H starving. That's that generation gap that we have. I seem to be slightly behind. Um, second one for me. Red Hot Chili Peppers. These guys have been around forever. A little bit of a. Uh, not really a mild song there, somewhere in the middle, not overly rocking, not overly slow, but Breaking the Girl. Um, twisting and turning, your feelings are burning, you're breaking the girl. And I don't really know what that means. I always wanted to break a girl, but uh, that's a different dirty <laughs> story for different... <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> oh, what is it me? I should be locked in a cage. But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's, my, that's my second choice, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Breaking the girl. Jewel, uh, you're next. Nice. Okay, number two. Oh, you'll know this one. Yeah. <laughs> Air Supply. Making love. Out of nothing. Oh. Out of nothing. Out of nothing. 
how do you not love this song? I was just and I will make every blaring it the other day. Oh my God, Air Supply! They were. You have to. You have. You have to sing that top yeah. of your lungs. <laughs> like everybody's like, oh, they're they're corny, but everybody knows their songs. Everybody yep. knows their songs. And that's how you. And that's <laughs> you know, it's my favorite scene ever in a Mr. and Mrs. Smith where Brad Pitt. Things with Angelina and Julie. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I crack up every time. Oh, I love that song. Oh. Air Supply and the and Spend and Spendo Ballet. That's yeah. that's like those guilty pleasure <laughs> groups. Stop it! Yeah. And I admitted that lie. Um. Yeah. So that's that's two, and uh, the last one. And God, you know, it, I, I do this too much on what's on your playlist when I got to say the late great. This is a late great. This is a toughie. Uh, from the album Super Unknown by Soundgarden, one of the best albums of my uh, growing up days, one of the best albums of my generation, Spoonman. And who? Oh, my God. Spoonman. I'm telling you, the song is awesome. The spoon solo is awesome. The video is awesome. But that crazy dude that plays the spoons on the street, he's a real dude. Spoonman. They made the song about him, and it's so I love that scene when they break into the solos. He's playing the spoons, friggin' awesome. Love Soundgarden, yeah. miss Chris Cornell very much. He was a great artist, member of a few bands, and just awesome man. Spoonmate, Soundgarden, that's a great finish for me. I love it. Make my heart race a little bit. I love that jam. Yes. Top that. Hard to believe he's still born. Oh, I no, <laughs> I don't think I can. With your man pots and pans. Did you ever see that guy down a? Uh... Atlantic City. He plays Pops and Pants and goes, my man, Pops and Pants. Yeah, he's not quite as good <laughs> no. as Spoon Man, but I've okay. seen he's pretty good. We should have him yeah, on the show. He's up there. <laughs> we <laughs> should. <laughs> yeah, Pops and, Pops and Pants. Oh, good number one. Okay, my number one. Oh, this girl is actually going to be at the Chuck Darrow on Friday the 17th. And her Love name is, truck. I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, and she's amazing. It's Janae Aiko, 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 sorry if I butchered it, with Sailing Not Selling, featuring Kanye. And I really want to see this girl. Sailing Not Selling? Sailing Not Selling. Oh, Sailing Not Selling. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. You mentioned her the other day, and now it popped up in your mouth. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, I yeah I reached out to hopefully we can uh, get a stoop interview in there, and guess who she's opening up for? <laughs> Lana um, Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we she's doing her thing. She's actually with uh, <laughs> but uh, she's actually on tour with um, Willow Smith at the Trocadero. So that's sold out. So I doubt that I'll be able to get in. Maybe with my press pass, but uh, yeah, she she's a great singer and cool, cool music. That's awesome. We should be able to get a press pass. I mean, we have an award-winning segment. What's on know, your right? Got to see the size of the trophy they give you for this award, too. It, it's incredible. We're very proud of ourselves here on the yeah. So a good episode of What's it's On Your huge. Playlist. We kept, it, we kept it simple and uh, kind of mixed it up all over the board. Uh, I had the big three Nirvana's Scentless Apprentice, 
Red Hot Chili Peppers, Breaking the Girl, and of course, number one, Spoon Man by Soundgarden, one of my all-time favorites. Jewel had a... God, you know, I wrote it down on camera and read it. Carsey Headrest with O Starmy. Yeah. Yeah. Air Supply with Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Kind of like we do here at the Stoop. We make a radio show out of nothing at all. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Janae, Janae Aiko with Sailing, Not Selling. Good stuff. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you who wins. I'm not going to tell you who wins tonight. Tonight it doesn't matter who wins, right? Well, okay. <laughs> draw. Now Jeff wins, of course. It just said. I just said it didn't matter who won. But if you want to go there, it didn't <sighs> matter. Kind of frustrating. Whatever. Let's do this. This was not on the show's list, and I know sometimes I hit you with improv stuff, and uh, I shouldn't, but I didn't give a shit. I'm doing it anyway. Uh, I saw this. On Facebook, and I got to tell you, I laughed, I cried a little, it made me sad, it made me angry. Stone Temple Pilots, the um, remaining members, uh, Dean and Robert DeLeo, and um, let's get the name of the drummer now. Oh, Eric Kratz, sorry. Um, on their page, they posted a status update and said, who would you like to see be the new singer of Stone Temple Pilots? Vote here. Yeah, vote here. Give us a name. Let's hear it. Who would you like to see as the new lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots? Um, Before I tell you the comments and and what people said, I'll ask you, Jewel, one or two names maybe. If if you can even think of them. I know it's hard to think of singers um, and singers that aren't working, that should be working and stuff like that, but uh, one or two people you could pick, or would you pick nobody? What would you do with Stone Temple Pilots? Oh, man. You know, you're going to hate me for it, but we had that conversation of people stepping in, and I don't know. That would take a lot of thinking, and I, I'm going to say nobody, because everyone I love right now, like especially like male singers, I'm enjoying where they're at right now. So I don't know if I could put anyone in that spot. Do you have any ideas who you pick? It's kind of hard. I know a name uh, a few years back that always came up every time. Every time there was names of of bands. uh, And it was Mike Patton from Faith No More. Um, I always liked Mike Patton. I don't know if if Stone Tone Pops is his thing. But I've always liked Mike. And... um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when, when Sagan Amory was here from Hale Sagan. Uh, they did that cover of Epic, and I, I really like Mike's voice. I always thought he had a very special something. Um, I can't really think of anybody now either. It's hard because that uh, that era of music has kind of passed us now. Um, the Nirvana sound bar now has changed. <laughs> yeah, there you I'm go. Kidding. Or John Mayer. Uh, no. <laughs> now Justin I, uh, Bieber. And I'm gonna tell you what a lot of people I'm gonna tell you what a lot of people said. A lot of people I read maybe forty comments and they're all the same. Nobody, 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 don't change it, retire, drop dead, stop it, it's over, can't replace Scott. Yeah, that's what was coming out. And it was like an outrage of people. They just kept coming at him. I gotta agree. I, I didn't like the Chester Bennington thing. 
I didn't mm-hmm. like when they left Scott Weil and they had that. What was that band? Talk show. I didn't like that. There was nothing worthwhile there. I'd like to see him pack it mm-hmm. in. I really would. Or take it in a different direction. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I agree with you again. What is what tonight? I'm just agreeing with you. That was great. You know why? Because we don't have the visual. We can't see each other face to face. We look at each other's faces and we hate each other enough to not agree. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. So maybe. I'm loving it tonight. We're actually, maybe. We're saying all the right things. It's so cute. Uh, but yeah, I would like to see them either cut it or try something totally different, something totally out of the realm. Uh, it was funny because a name that I kicked around. It would totally change the complexity of the band, and a guy who uh, isn't really doing not much right now would be uh, uh, Mick Jones, formerly of The Clash and Big Audio Dynamite. I think that would be very cool. But it would have to be a totally different direction, okay. something absolutely different. I just like the guy. Yeah. I'm not – you know, I, I was never – I there's two sides of the story, three sides of the story. There's the Scott side, there's the SCP side, and then there's the real thing, what really happened. I was always such a big Scott guy that I didn't think the band should go on without him. That's maybe why I was so intrigued by the story. Maybe that's why I was laughing so hard at the people telling them, you know, you guys suck without Scott. Pack it in. Hey, maybe Scott Stapp. Formerly of Creed. Scott what? Not? Scott Stapp. Oh, oh. Yeah. Creed, you know? I don't know. It's different. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, because nobody in agreement would just pack it in. Yeah, nobody's wilding, unless any better, maybe. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. But, I would, you know, yeah. Yeah. You could do a Foo Fighters thing. Go get a different band. Bring a couple members back and go get your own band. Yeah. 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 Not bad. Uh, we were, we're spe- speaking of late singers, uh, and we're speaking of Faith No More and Mike Patton. Uh, a couple of days ago, and I got to give a uh, rest in peace here. I've always been a big Faith No More guy, and before the days of Mike Patton was the original singer Chuck Mosley, and Chuck passed away a couple of days ago at the age of 57 years old. Uh, he was responsible for the mm-hmm. beginning of Faith No More, and one of their favorite songs. I love uh, "We Care a Lot." Um, he passed away, had you know some drug issues, had some sickness. Uh, eventually caught up with him. I know when Faith No More was on tour last year and he came to the area, Chuck um, came out on stage in different locations and did a song or two with the band. Uh, real sad. Troubled guy. Um, 57 years old, Joel. It's, it's sad. We're losing a lot of great musicians. We're losing a lot of great everyone. It's just so... Uh, I know. I hate losing people. Even Chris Cornell. Uh, it's just... It's really sad. And Chester Bennington, I mean, I wasn't even a huge Linkin Park fan, but it's just, it's crazy how we lost so many people this year. Absolutely. And um, it, it's it's hard to swallow. And like I said, you know, Chuck was the guy. And it's funny because I used to work uh, with this fella, young man by the name of Blake. He said he listens sometimes. So if you listen, Blake, what's up, dude? Uh, and we would talk about... Hey, Blake. Hey, Blake. At work, we were talking about Chuck Mosley, and everybody would look at us weird. Nobody really knew it. And even the day he died, um, you know, I sent him the link. I'm like, Chuck Mosley. And he's like, wow. He's like, me and you were probably the only people in um, millions of miles that know who Chuck is. Very sad. Right. Great artist. Rest in peace, yeah. Chuck Mosley. <sighs> yeah, I had to do that. I know uh, sometimes we hate the sad stuff, but we got to deliver it. 
We're hard-hitting journalists, and that's what we do here on the stoop. You know what, though? It's like um, the sexual assault stories, too. There was just so many. It's like, I, I we got to talk about this again. Like, it just keeps popping up. It's crazy. Yeah, I know, and there's so many names. And uh, Louis C.K. now. Uh, he didn't try to deny it, though. He, he took a little more of the big boy approach. It doesn't make it go away. But he's like, mm, these stories are true. And he wasn't proud of it. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're true. It sucks. I wish it hadn't happened. It did happen. I'm just as guilty as the next guy. So maybe some of these guys taking accountability. Because a lot of guys are hiding behind it and acting like it didn't happen and acting like it's no big deal. It's a huge deal. At least Louie took a little yeah, bit of responsibility. Yeah, Kevin Spacey coming he's out under a, it. Like, yeah, no. he's just a dick. I never liked that guy. I never liked Kevin. I was never a Kevin Spacey no. fan. No, so I don't. You know, he's not welcome. Louis C.K. Everyone loves, and it's like my, even my nieces and nephews love his comedy. Like that's 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 a hard one to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And and I caught myself doing it too, and I got corrected by people. From a fantasy football standpoint, I was rooting for Ezekiel Elliott, (laughs) and people like, are you kidding? He's he's being suspended for beating allegedly, allegedly. You don't know though. Right, that. Leslie beating a woman, but I'm like, hey, you don't know. But nowadays, and these are just one. These are these are many. Like Lucy Kate, there was six women. Like Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. one. Right, it was just one girl, and we yeah. have no backing. Right, allegedly. Okay, well, it could it's up in the air with that one, but yeah. like I've, I've seen her pictures on and, social media. I've seen mm-hmm. her pictures on social media. She has her ass and her boobs hanging out all over the place. She's not that innocent. Yeah, that doesn't mean doesn't, anything, though, Jeff. Right, doesn't mean anything. Right, doesn't give her doesn't give her right to get beaten. Nobody should be beaten, except for Jewel and what's on my playlist. That you know that you can't. Oh my God. That just happens. <laughs> so, seriously, right. every girl has her ass and everything else these days. So there's you can't yeah. uh, judge on that part. You got to see what happens here in the stoop studio when Jewel's in the studio. She walks around with her ass hanging out. I'm like Jewel, put your ass away. We're trying to do radio. <laughs> <laughs> you'll laugh if you saw what I was wearing right now. I'm wearing straight up business attire. Like I am in a blazer, a button down, <laughs> slacks. Like I am. You're I am very in professional. <laughs> work mode. Very professional in a stoop. I'm wearing a uh, Acura uh, hat, like a Scully, Acura <laughs> Scully, uh, a blue sweatshirt, and uh, pajama pants. Oh, and Uggs slippers. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. Miss my Uggs. If you're a man, if you're a man, don't be embarrassed and go out and get yourself a pair of Uggs slippers. It's like walking on clouds. They're so warm. They're awesome. I don't care Wait if it says Uggs. You have your own? For, for men. Absolutely. Oh, my God. What? You they're, they're, are yeah. a gentleman. <laughs> Thank you very much. You heard it here. You are. You wear pink too, don't you? <laughs> At times, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. They're, they're men's slippers. Like, I can't believe you just don't steal Cassie's out. Like Mike always destroys my slippers and my boots because I'll squeeze his big feet into my shoes. <laughs> and we're only like, seriously, me and Mike are only like two sizes difference. I know that's sad, but I wear a 10 in women's, okay? So, (laughs) 
he squeezes his big old feet in my shoes. But you actually got your own pair of Uggs. Yeah, they're that great. That makes me happy. These are the most comfortable slippers ever. And you know what? They are. I can wear pink. I can wear Ugg slippers. You know what? Because I landed a hot-ass wife. So apparently I'm doing something right. If I was married to some ugly chick, I'd be like, oh, maybe I should change my style. I got a little hot-ass wife from being me. Good. You know, poor, you know poor girl. Mexican white, we had to, uh, <laughs> we had to go to the, the hospital on an emergency visit uh, early last week. And yes. he went in and he had draped around him my fluffy, bright blue, and teal Sailor Moon blanket. Oh, and all the nurses shit, were coming up to him like, <laughs> like, oh, is this yours? And he's like, no, it's my girlfriend's. <laughs> he's just like proud of my Sailor Moon blanket. And, and I was mm. proud he wore it. So so that that means a lot to us, ladies, that, that you're proud. <laughs> yeah, as, as, tragic as, uh, as tragic as it may seem, that yeah, Mike had to get rushed to the hospital. The Sailor Moon blanket really does save the day. He Good did stuff. have a camo snuggie. I'm like, why didn't you bring your camo snuggie? Why would you take my my fluffy Sailor Moon blanket? There's something about a special blanket you cannot deny. Cassie got me a um, Star Wars blanket. Uh, it's got like a big Kylo Ren on it and Chewbacca and all that, and it is an awesome blanket. Matter of fact, we fight about it. In the house, who gets it's just that wonderful. There's something about that very special blanket. Doesn't even matter yeah. what's on it. Yeah, I love a good blanket. I know. I have a Sailor Moon one, a Penn State one, an Eagles one, and a Wonder Woman one, and they're all they're all my mm-hmm. favorites. Awesome. Well, you've seen my basement. I I decorate my couch with blankets, Phillies, Eagles, Flyers. And I got a blanket for all. I got to get a Sixers one somewhere. All right, let's. Uh, talk, you know. He was a Chicago fan. Yeah, I meant to ask you. You be more interested in Philly than we were interested in Chicago. It's pretty awesome. I know. Well, yeah, he's got to jump on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why not? Let's run down what is coming up on the stoop. We like to keep you informed because, in case you're a new listener, you're like, oh my God, that person's coming on? So here we go. And we're starting off with Wednesday, of course. The amazing and funny and talented Mr. Hal Sparks will be on the stoop on the 15th. Whoop, whoop, indeed. He gets the big oh whoop, my whoop. God. I'm so excited for Hal Sparks. I can't stand it. That's on the 15th. <sighs> on the 20th, as we mentioned, a lovely young singer, Miss Bella Elise. Very excited to talk to her. Just announced tonight, special show. That's right. Get ready. Special show next Tuesday the 21st. We don't do Tuesday. We do Tuesday for this guy. We break the rules for Shameless's Steve Howie. He will be on the stoop. Oh my god. November 21st. Oh oh my god indeed. It gets even better. At the moment it's still confirmed. We hope it sticks this way. November 22nd. Thanksgiving Eve. Lita Ford. Oh my shit! Oh my shit! <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh, oh my shit! I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna crap my pants. <laughs> I am gonna crap my pants. The second she comes on, <sighs> I'm gonna crap my pants. Lita Ford, Steve Howie, <laughs> me crapping my pants. You know, this is what you look forward to on the stoop. So that's all the great things we have coming up um, next week, and of course Thanksgiving on the twenty third, twenty seventh. Young lady by the name of Alyssa Jarrills, actress, does some stuff on the Disney Channel. 
Exactly. Very exciting. Ooh. Lovely young lady. Looking very forward to talking to her. 29th, more great music. A jewel Tady find here. The lovely Taylor Gale is going to come to the stoop. We're yes. going to play some songs from her. Yeah, I know you're excited. I'm excited for that, too. I like her. Uh, more music in December. December 4th, we get a little country. I know. I get a little country. Cherish Lee from the Michael Stover uh, great stable of artists. Cherish Lee is the daughter of Charlene Tilton, used to be on Dallas, who just missed my crush so cool. list. She was number six. That is very cool. She was number oh. six. I'm not telling Cherish that when she comes on. I tell her mom was number one. Uh, <laughs> December 6th, <laughs> a, uh actor, Gabriel Rodriguez, who goes by the name of G-Rod, and he's on a new series in BET. He's going to be here uh, talking about uh, some acting stuff. He's a Puerto Rican actor. Some good stuff. He's uh, tough-looking. We're very excited to have him on as well. Uh, December 11th, Philip Broussard, former military guy turned uh, pop singer. He is also from Michael Stover's great gang of talent. He'll be with us on the 11th. We'll get some songs from him. We'll talk to him about music and military and uh, thank him for protecting this great country of ours. December 13th, Philly is back in the house. Jewel brings us more great Philly artists. Vita and the Wolf will be on the stoop. That's awesome. I music. I love the band. December 20th, I'm excited for this. Very lovely young lady. Or very beautiful woman around my age. Not that young, but wonderful. <laughs> uh, Juliet Tablack will take to the stoop on the 20th, and we will talk to her, of course, about married with children. I can't wait to hear the inside scoop on what happened behind the scenes of Married with Children. Jewel, how excited are you for that? Oh, my God. That's, that's going to be insane. I'm so looking forward to hearing oh, what went down so- on that set. That's nuts. Amen. She played uh, Amber, who was the daughter, uh, the niece of uh, Marcy Darcy, the next-door neighbors of the Bundys. Uh, she was on four episodes, played um, you know, the niece, and uh, always getting Bud Bundy in trouble. She's climbing his window. She was so cute, too. And she, she's still just a beautiful woman. And I, I found her. I actually found her on regular Facebook. I asked her about coming on the show, and we, she was like, oh, I'm thrilled, which is great. You know, some people, they get out of the acting scene, don't want to know parts of it. But uh, you know, we, we bring it out. Like I said, you know, as I told her, we just want you to be natural. I'm going to talk about, you know, time on married with children and what you're up to. And she's loved it. She's excited. And that's uh, Juliet. That's so cool. Oh, it's very cool. I am so excited. Great lineup. we got some great stuff coming. We're bucking for more people. We're working hard to try and get some more names. Um I know Jules has been working hard to get names. Jeff has been working hard to try and get some names for you. So we've got a ring in the new year with more great talent here on the stoop. Um, it's been a phenomenal ride so far. We've been doing it for a few months. We've had some great names. We're going to keep that ball rolling. I told Jules today because, um, you know, you always want to keep up on the stars that are ready for the show. And uh, I know I saw that Jules had sent uh, Josh a message and said, if you need anything, uh, here's my personal cell phone number. Don't be afraid to reach out. And then I reminded Jewel that if he does call, make sure you're somewhere that you don't fall over and, and hurt yourself from excitement. I, I was on the road driving when I got a call from <laughs> Madeline Zeman. I swear to God, I almost got in a car accident. I was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I answered the phone. No, hey, this is Madeline Zeman. I'm like, Rrr! you know, <laughs> that's how exciting it gets. Jeff, you know who I got like that with when when she called me. 
was a uh, uh, Lita Ford's manager. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, I know. Here yeah. we go. Well, she, she's a trip. She's she's something else. She's very uh, she's very rock and roll. She sounds she's like very, Lita. She's awesome. Love awesome it. Person. Yes, she is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we got to get in she's contact with her. Too. Yeah, got to make sure we're good for the 20 seconds. She's got like a, she's got a little bit of everything. She's got a little hippie in her. She's got a little like rock star in her. She's like, yeah, man, like Lita wants to do this, then we're going to do it, man. I'm like, God, this fucking girl. She must be the coolest chick on earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? But besides Lita. Great, great. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. That's, yeah, because it's real. You know what I mean? It's it's real. That's what we like. And uh, we know what PR stuff is about now. Cause we had, you know, Rachel Dares on. She was telling us what it's all about. Now we're... We're certified in that. Me and Joel are certified in everything now. We're actors, we're comedians, we're singers, we're PR people. We've got it all, thanks to this dude. Yeah. <laughs> we certainly are. Um, we do work hard. I'll give us that. <laughs> I, I know. Tell us about it. Tell, tell us about it. Tell me about it. Uh, now, I know you're not as big of a football fan as I am, but you're a, a practical person knows some things about human nature. I want to talk about the doctor. I'm being sarcastic right now. The doctor that fixed Martellus Bennett's shoulder. Martellus Bennett, the tight end that was released from the Green Bay Packers. He says he had a bad shoulder. He's going to have surgery. He's going to be out for the year. Uh, was on the field last night from New England Patriots. Bennett got cut from Green Bay amidst uh, rumors of injury that he had to shoulder injury and uh, his big contract didn't pan out and they caught him and of course Tom Brady went right to bat and said I like that guy let's get him um, how about the, the magic of healing with Martellus Bennett Joel do you have to tell me what what happened with that because what what was it four days yeah like one minute he was done for the year next minute he goes to New England and he played last night he had three catches I believe 37 yards they they tried to get him in the end zone at one point. He he didn't get the touchdown, but like, and here's the reason why I bring this up. And I know you mentioned it to me, and I definitely wanted to talk about it. There's Martellus Bennett, um, Colin Kaepernick, and the word that starts to get thrown around is collusion. Multi-billionaire owners that if you get on their blacklist, maybe you get bumped from the league. Do you think there's some kind of secret sorority of football where if you don't play nice, they 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 got the time for you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it has to be. It's a business. I think it's all politics with them. And if you don't play by the rules, you're out. But who knows, like, who's in the wings to, to scoop you up? It, it's just weird. It's shady. The whole deal is shady to me. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. Agreed. It's very here today, going tomorrow. Uh it was one of the arguments they made in the Ezekiel Elliott suspension case that a lot of guys have like a three and a half year career where they're really on top of their game and then they quickly decline. It's a brutal sport and you know, it, it they take a pounding. But it's just it's the same thing as everything. It's music, it's acting, it's sports. You age, you fade. You don't play nice. Mm-hmm. You fade, and here, like I said, here's Bennett. I know his brother's been in the news a lot. Martellus, not as much. But he's a little outspoken. Kaepernick's outspoken. Yeah. Kaepernick has no job. He's trying to sue the league. Even uh, even Jerry Jones, 
owner of the Dallas Cowboys. He keeps speaking up, and now they're uh, trying to take him to court to assist and assist to keep him his mouth shut. Can't fight the mighty NFL, it looks like. About that. Kaepernick so, has a lot to say, I feel. He's got a ton to say, and I don't know if it's really in his best interest, because right now he's at, out of a job and probably will not return to the NFL at this rate. Um, really? And again, oh, wow. I, I don't see it happening. I really don't. I mean, he had, I, I got to tell you, like I said, I follow it more than you do, and I follow a lot closer, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love football. But he had a couple of golden opportunities. He could have went to Houston and got a job right away, and he could have been just as good as their quarterback that went down and got hurt. Uh, he got let go from San Francisco, who was the worst team in football. I mean, there was jobs out there for this guy before he starts opening his mouth. And, and somebody at work today said, do you think he regrets doing it? I don't think there's a piece of that regrets it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. you gotta you got to play the game at some point. Everyone has to kiss a little ass. It's sad to say, but everyone has to kiss a little ass of their job. You might not like it, but... Yeah, and you know, if you're not your own boss, then then you gotta kiss ass and and just play the game. You have to follow the rules, and if, I, I mean, it's a it's the NFL. It's huge. Like how it's, you gotta follow the rules. You gotta play the game, or you're out of a job. Yeah, I agree. The other day, Jewel brought me a sandwich. It had avocado on it. I threw it against the wall. Said, "Get out of here and get me a new sandwich." You wanna be on the stoop? <laughs> play by my rules. Nah, it doesn't happen. We're a team here. We're fifty fifty. But yeah, I mean. Kissing ass, some people look, oh, never, that's disgusting. It's it's not the proper way to be. You have to schmooze, even if you're a business owner. you got to schmooze your customer. If you're an NFL you player, at some point. Yeah. right, as an NFL player, you're an employee. You're not God. You're not bigger than the game. You're an employer of this billionaire owner. You're not going to play by his rules. But on the outside looking in. Uh. And that's it. As far as compensation, that's all he, I got to say. Yeah. And then he was like back in Meek Mill, how he got, I don't know, he was just saying he was, he got screwed over. Meek Mill lives in Pennsylvania, doesn't he? We have like the strictest yeah. laws here. Yes. Like ever. Yes. We're like a no bullshit state. So, really Meek Mill, what, get parole? So. He's getting some jail time. And he has some some type of murder charge, too. Like, uh, he's going down. So whatever Colin Kaepernick has to say, you're not saving Meek. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and, again, I, that irks me more when people speak up on other people who really have no business and should just be minding their own business and getting their own shit in gear. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Closing out, we got about uh, eight minutes left. I'm going to take the time within the last eight minutes to thank our guest for this evening, Josh Server, from all that. We've got to mention Good Burger. He's also from Good Burger and a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. We thank Josh for coming on. He's a wonderful guy. Great interview tonight. We're really excited to have him on. We're going to remind you again that Wednesday night, House Parks. On the stoop. I'm going to tell how, I'm going to. I'm going to tell Hal Sparks you got a crush on You know what? It's going to be awesome. That's going to be the top five. Mean, Jeff. I hate to, I, I hate to spoil it, but I hate to spoil it, but Wednesday night's top five is going to be top five things we love about Hal Sparks. It's awesome. Oh, my God. No, it's really, <laughs> it's really, it's really not going to be top five. 
Thanks. You're allowed to like Thanks, Come on. I sit here and I profess my love to Madeline Zima as my wife is listening into the show. Come on. These things happen. He was good. I was, like, was a huge fan. Like, I followed his career a lot. I'm super excited he's coming on. And Jeff just wants to embarrass me. Oh, I love it. It's really, it really is great. We almost didn't have a top ten list tonight because Jewel was embarrassed. Um, yeah. Monday night, Monday night football. We always interfere Monday night football with our great show. We're better than them anyway. Um, we have uh, Carolina Panthers with a 10-7 lead on the Miami Dolphins. About 45 seconds left till halftime. If you're watching that and not listening to this, I feel bad for you because that game looks terrible. But, you know, that's why we do the show. That's why we do it Monday night. We're not afraid. We're going up against anybody. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, we canceled that Monday night show. I wasn't going up against the Eagles. All right, so we're going to pack it in for this Monday night. We had a great time, as always. We once again fought and beat technical difficulties. Jewel got here. Jewel got to talk to Josh. We got to talk to Josh. Everything was great. Another excellent episode of the stoop. Yeah, sorry if the sound quality wasn't the best, but I had to call in this time. I'm sorry. The okay. All the listeners and Josh, but it, it, I think it went well. Show must Considering. go well. It did. Yeah. It did go well. And then Josh was, you know, the, the one thing I really like, he was kind enough to mention that the technical difficulty was happening. He was having a hard time hearing us. And he didn't try to fake it or force his way through it. And we really appreciate that. That really was awesome. That shows that he's oh, really yeah, listening. Yeah. yeah, you know, that was very awesome. I'm like, you know, here's a guy. He's on. He could have just been like, wow, this sounds weird. But no, he was up, up front. He was forward. He's very interested in Jules' question. He even tried to piece your question together um, as you were going off and coming back. That was very cool. He's, he's oh. a very cool guy. Very cool guy. He should come yeah. down to Philly um, and see uh, Hal Sparks at Helium with us and sit at our table. That'd be great. Absolutely. That won't be weird oh. at all. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we invite all our guests to come hang out at Philly. It's very hard to get them here. A lot of them are West Coasters. Or some of them live in England, like Lilith. I've asked Lilith to come to Philadelphia a million times, not realizing a little thing known as money gets in the way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It happens. It happens. I just want to have a I want to have a stoop concert one of these times here in Philly. Sagan and uh, Lilith and uh, Overwinter and uh, Molly Rhythm and Sheena and the Nosebleeds and Daniel hey, Taylor. This time Magic. next year, yeah. This time next year, it'll happen. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Confidence. We only right? get a couple financial backers come up with a couple million dollars and we'll make it happen. <laughs> Something like that. Got a uh, comment on uh, my weekly Facebook advertisement from a man, Kevin Kirk. He said, my man, Kevin Kirk, of course, from the local band Kirko Brothers. Also has some solo stuff. We're actually looking to get Kevin on the show once he gets some solo stuff out. That'll probably be something we'll do within the new year. Um, anybody from the Philly area that might know the Kirko Brothers band, very entertaining. Kevin is a super entertainer. I want to try and get him on the stoop within the next month or two. And uh, he's got solo stuff, and I hear it's really good. We want to hear that. And he was even willing to come into the studio and play. That's a little difficult with our uh, with our arrangement. We would like to try that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, 
there, there, yeah, there's a way we can hook that up. So for sure, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna make that happen. I would love that. I would love to have Kevin playing right here live on the stoop. Super cool guy. He'll just Ooh. fit right in. He'll, he'll fit right into the super cool talent that we always bring here on the stoop. So we're gonna pack it in for tonight. As I said, TGIM folks, thank you again for listening to the stoop. We will be here back live Wednesday night at eight o'clock. And our guest will be Hal Sparks. Thank you again for Jewel Tatey, the amazing, the lovely, the incredible Jewel Tatey, all in business attire tonight. I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding everybody out there in Stoopland, don't be a douche. And Good night. your best life. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's almost a shame. It, it's cute. One of these days it's going to come out good. Just One of these days. <laughs> good. Great. Gracious. Good. <laughs> Thanks again. Take for care. We will, yeah, take care. <laughs> we will talk to you Wednesday. Good night, everybody. Bye.